hi. Oh, <laughs> hi, Nick. Hi, Adam. How are you? I'm very good. Good. Well, very formal. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Department of the Stream. It is kind of a, an amalgamation of wavy movie shows. Sure. Today we're doing my a fault. bit of both. Put my hands fault. out. Hands it up, even. <laughs> uh, I was a bit late coming back from holiday, so couldn't make the schedule. So we've rescheduled the schedule. We've had to reschedule the schedule. So you'll notice there wasn't a wave on Monday. We're going to do a few main headlines of news today. A few pertinent bits of news. And then we'll have a big bumper wave next week. And then you're going to have to crack right on I'm going to have to crack straight into editing to get this out as soon as possible. But everyone will appreciate that because, you know, this is the penultimate movie of season it is. seven. Season seven is coming to a rushing end. Yeah. So only a couple more chances to dethrone the current tabletop. Yeah. Uh, which is Lockout. Madness. Uh, Lockout, incidentally, yeah. was just removed from Netflix. Oh, this was week. it really? Yeah. This week? Oh. So too late. Too late. Uh, you can't watch our number one film so far this season. Though. But I feel like it's the kind of film that would just bounce around and come back. Yeah, I think you're right. Because I'm sure it's been and gone from Netflix a few times already. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Guy Pierce starring Space. Taken in Space. Yeah. Basically what it was, wasn't Currently it? Currently was topping our Space table. Taken. Space Taken. <laughs> yeah. Have you had a good week? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad, really. We, we saw each other on... Oh, can we talk about that? I guess so. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. We saw you, saw each other on Saturday. Saturday, we did indeed. We went to uh, a little event hosted by our very good friends at Three Men and a Ladle. Shout out to Three Men and a Ladle. Check them out on Instagram. Yeah, who produce loads of quality Instagram food-related content. They do. And actual real food. And actual real food. Which we usually, have sampled before. Usually beautiful. Uh, and we, along with our the third member of Bottom of the Stream... The unofficial third member. Our... Uh, artists, uh, Ross Cook. If we say unofficial third member, does that make it <laughs> official third member? I think it does. It's like the fifth Beatle. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we we went and we took part in hot wing interviews. We did. We got wing interviewed, which was basically answering some questions whilst eating an increasingly hot level of chicken wings. Yeah, I don't know about you, but. Man, Sunday was, was not experience. fun. <laughs> Saturday was fun. God, God. How do people eat that sort of thing? I can't enjoyment? wait for people to see these videos. No, keep, keep an eye out in the next couple of weeks on Instagram. People, uh, like, that hot sauce is readily available for sale. <laughs> people can't be eating that for fun. It's the most entertaining I've ever, I've ever seen you. <laughs> Thanks. I made some noises at one point. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where they came like, from. Absolutely they were guttural. In, involuntary noises. So I'm still coughing as well after like <laughs> a month now, it feels like. And I couldn't do anything with my face. It just wouldn't work. All your hands, apparently. My hands were going crazy. All I remember is leaning over the sink with an ice cube in my mouth, like, hating my life. (laughs) There's some great pictures already. Yeah, look out for those on Instagram. Yeah, check them out. They're on our feed and on Freeman and Aledo's Instagram feed. I mean, just so... Firstly, the wings were delicious. Secondly... No, they weren't. Some of them were. (laughs) Secondly, the sauces were all nice. No, they uh, weren't. Some of them were. And then you just got to insane heat by about number, uh, you know, number seven, eight was by, the tipping point. By seven, I was like, this is starting to hurt. And then eight was just... I couldn't tell you if nine or ten were hot. because no, I was. I, the, I said that to my brother. I was like... The eight, point had... I'd passed the horizon. Eight absolutely kicked me in the face as soon as I touched it. And then after that, I don't remember really anything. I couldn't tell you what the questions were that I got asked. I've no idea how, how that went. Uh, and my mouth was fizzing and you know 
Ross made me laugh because he'd come in a grey t-shirt <laughs> yeah. and he'd literally just poured water down himself. <laughs> it was very funny. There's loads of good pictures. My lips were tingling for a good hour afterwards. We don't know when the videos yeah. are coming, but we will uh, we will definitely be retweeting them when they do. Or what's it called when you re-Instagram something? Regram it. Regram it. I don't know what yeah, it's well, called. Normally. And later that evening. Oh man, did those wings come back <laughs> and bite me in the behind? Yeah, a little without bit. Without getting into too much detail, a little bit. But it was it a was, fun time, though. It was, really it, was fun. it was fun time, and we thank them for letting us be wing interviewed. Yeah, I, I, I all the way through, I was like, remember to say, listen to bottom of the stream. Yeah, and I was so like blinded by heat. I forgot to say. I don't it, think I so. said. I don't think either of us mentioned bottom of the stream once, to be honest. But, <laughs> but that's okay. We had a great time, uh, and yeah, big shout out to three men and a ladle. Definitely. If, any, if anybody ever gets invited to do it, you should definitely do it. Yeah, it's, a, it's an experience I won't be forgetting. Return visit? Soon. No, I'm not doing do it. Do round two? No, yeah. absolutely not. I'm going to get them back with something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, but I'm going to get them back with something. I, right? Uh, should we? Um, I did. Just before we finish on that, I did on. make the suggestion. I, you know, I, I liked the escalating heat because it kind of added to the drama of it yeah but i was like oh i think i would go back if there was a roulette situation oh mystery wings yeah and you just try your luck but some of them were really some of the early levels were really nice I mean, it was like the third or fourth one was <laughs> like oh i could eat loads of that and they were really nice then the heat took over then the heat kicked me in the face <laughs> Cool. Go and check those out when they become available. Definitely. Right. This is a movie show. We are going to do a movie. We've got a few little bits of news we're going to do first because we don't feel like... Yeah, we're We're jumping around all over the place. Yeah, we don't feel like they can wait till next week's wave. It's like old school, isn't it? Yeah, it's like this is what we used to do back in the day when we did one episode a week. (laughs) And he used to go for two hours. I don't think we'll go for two hours because we've only got a couple of bits of news. And we've only got like half an hour to edit. (laughs) But I think three really interesting bits of news that we did, uh, Netflix news that we did want to outline... Uh, the first of those you you sent to me, and and actually I'm well on board with this. It's probably not as a good piece of news for you. No, I thought you'd uh, like it, but it wasn't like. But wow-wing. Netflix has confirmed uh, that they uh, are on board with the new untitled feature from Josh and Benny Safdie. Yeah, the Safdie brothers are back. Uh, also, Adam Sandler's on board. Yeah. So it is a it's a reuniting of the uncut gems team. How do you feel about that? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uncut gems was one of my top movies of last year or whichever year it came out. I loved it. I hated it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's not a movie. You don't watch it. You experience yeah. it. My word, it is intense. It was really intense. We've also done one of their films on the show, haven't we? Yeah, Good Times. Good time. Robert Patterson. Hated that as well. Yeah, <laughs> which has got the same vibe about it. It's that sort of. It's oh, just that what? pure in-your-face chaos. It's stress. Constantly stressful filmmaking, I call it, and I don't, I don't enjoy that sort of thing. But I can understand why people do. Uh, well, they're and this is back. big news that they're, they're, those three are getting back together. Yeah, uh, the only details is that they, the hope is that the project will be shot in the second quarter of 2023. Okay, uh, so you're talking mid-2024 before you're going to say But it. the Safdies are still putting finishing touches to the script. No plot details confirmed, other than a source who has said there's a tip-off that it, the movie is set in the world of high-end card collecting. What's that mean? Do you think it means like... Well, like Pokemon cards? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I reckon it's going to mean like sports cards. Yeah, it could be. Because you had like Kevin Garnett was in Uncut Gems, wasn't he? Yeah. 
Um, the, you know, the basketball yeah, like baseball player. trading cards. So I think it's going to be like high value sports cards. But yeah, I'd love to see like a stressful uncut gem style fighting <laughs> for like Pikachu number one. <laughs> I think that'd be brilliant. I probably might even watch that myself, to be fair. There's big money in card collecting. So yeah, maybe. What an interesting idea. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, uh, it's it's in the works. Good. Good, good. And I'm good sure we'll hear, we'll hear all about it. Yeah, as, over the coming next few seasons of Bottom of the Street. As the thing progresses. More importantly than all of that, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Netflix uh, has confirmed that... Now, this at the minute, this is only in the US. Okay. So we will wait to see if we'll get this in on Netflix in the UK. I'm sure we will. Uh, but Netflix are going to premiere the direct-to-video sequel of a 2013 movie Why? that starred Ryan Reynolds. He's a big deal. He's a massive deal. He's not in the sequel. Okay. <laughs> First movie also starred Jeff Bridges. But also massive a deal. deal. Not in this movie. <laughs> uh, it's a sequel to one of the biggest box office duds of all time. Yeah. Uh, if you're not waiting out yet, we're talking about a sequel to R.I.P.D. The Rest in Peace Department. <laughs> Uh, R.I.P.D. 2, Rise of the Damned, debuts on Netflix in the United States in November. On November the 15th, to be exact. I wonder why it's only coming to the States. Uh, I'm hoping it's just a case of the rest of the, the deals for the rest of the world aren't quite inked yet. Yeah, maybe. But... Have you seen? Well, you, I know you. I have seen R.I.P.D. because I've talked about it to you on the show. Because yeah, I, you, I you, said you should go and watch it, and then I did go and watch it because it's all right. It's actually okay. You know, it's not good, but it's Men in Black with ghosts. But it's, it's better than same. every Men in Black apart from the first one. Yeah, it I is. Found. Yeah, I agree. I, it's one of them that I watched. I was like, oh, this is this as bad as everyone's head? And I was like, no, it's, no, fine. it's fine. It's fine. I, maybe it's because I'm used to watching all the crap we watch on this show. <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe and having said all that, I can't believe there's, there's a sequel. Uh, no, that but is true. I'll give you the synopsis. Go on. And I still want to watch this. I probably want to watch it more, having read this. Uh, set in the American West of 1876, R.I.P.D. 2, Rise of the Damned, is a spiritual sequel to 2013's R.I.P.D. Sheriff Roy Pulsifer isn't too thrilled about finding himself dead after a shootout with a notorious outlaw gang, but he gets a second chance to return to Earth after being recruited by the Rest in Peace Department. Uh, but avenging his own murder may have to take a backseat to saving the world when a gateway to hell is opened in the old mining town of Red Creek, which threatens not only the locals, but all of humanity itself. It's a Western as well. It's just got to be good. Uh, a, surely that's a prequel. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it stars as well. Yeah. Uh, bottom of the stream alum. Oh. Jeffrey Donovan. Remind me. Uh, he was in Villains. He was. One oh of yeah. The cre- he was the cre- the male half of the creepy couple. They were great um, as well. That creepy. He's couple. probably most famous for being in Burn Notice, which was on for years and years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. He he leads this. Uh, R.I.P.D. 2. Richard Fleishman's in it. He used to be in Coronation Street. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> um, the deal that Netflix you, uh, in the States have signed uh, is that they will have the streaming rights to this movie for three whole years. <laughs> so you've got plenty of time. <laughs> I'm excited for that. Yeah. Hopefully we do get it over here. I, I really hope so. Um, gotta have content. Gotta have, gotta content. have all that content. 
Talking of Jeff Bridges, briefly, I watched the first episode of his new TV show the other oh, day. It's oh, it's on my list. The Old Man. The Old Man. How was it? It was incredible. Good. But I've only watched one episode. I watched it last night. Really good. What's the uh, What's the brief synopsis? He's the He's like a retired CIA agent who's like really old now. Okay. And he's living like off the grid, sure. retired in this old cabin. And then John Lithgow is a the he's like the assistant general of the An FBI. Older man. Yeah, and he was like the one who was trying to catch him back in his heyday. Nice. And they get a lead on where he where he is, and he has to try and escape while John Lithgow tries to help him because he doesn't want him to get caught now. Because if he does, then all of John Lithgow's old secrets will come out. So he's got to try and catch him and help him at the same time. Oh, that sounds brilliant. That's the premise of the first episode anyway. And it was the fight scene in the first episode is bang on. I'm going to push it up. I very much enjoyed it. So yeah, push it up your list. It's gone to, it went to the top of mine and I started last night. I'm going to do some more tonight. Excellent. Hopefully. Sweet. Uh, I'll talk more about it on next week's wave. Sounds good. Uh, Our last bit of news uh, in this mini this is a really interesting story, I thought. Newsweek. Yeah, really interesting. Uh, talking of streaming deals or, or those ex- expiring, uh, Netflix have announced that Lilyhammer, which was their first ever released Netflix original, will yeah. soon be departing Netflix. Yeah. Uh, have you ever watched it? No. I've <laughs> honestly never even heard of it. I had heard of it. <laughs> I think I might have heard of it, but I've never watched it. Um. Yeah. Uh, again, later this later this uh, this month. Uh, it was October uh, twenty eleven. Wow. Um, they picked this up. Who knew they'd been making originals for that long? Um, they didn't make it, though, did they? This is one of those where they they brought the rights to it and put their own. Yeah, and put their logo on it. Um, and that rights just. Probably for what ten but years. But it, it was kind kind of a big hit in the states. Uh, Netflix streamed it for the first time February sixth, twenty twelve, and that was after the first season had aired in Norway because it's a Norwegian made yeah. show. Uh, but it starts starred Steve Van Zant, who is more famous for being the guitarist for Bruce Springsteen. Yes, uh, <laughs> but uh, I I have seen a couple of episodes ages ago. And just, it was one of them that was, and I enjoyed it, but just never quite went back to it. Yeah. Uh, I'm probably not going to bother now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it leaves, leaves Netflix globally on November the 21st. Um, yeah. Which is quite... exactly eight years following the release of the third and final season. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? It's really uh, weird. It says the rights to the show will revert back to the original production company, uh, 7-1 International and Red Arrow Studios. Um, I wonder if we'll lose more Netflix originals over the coming. If they have any more like, ten year rights for them, that's purely that. a business decision. We've had, you know, we've had this thing on for ten years. Yeah, nobody's watching it anymore. It's going to cost us X amount to renew it versus. Let's just who's actually it. watched it. Yeah, who's and who's watched it at any point in the last eight years since yeah. it finished? Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, even uh, last year, um, you'd think it's quite symbolic though as being the first exactly. Netflix original. You'd think they'd want to keep it. Uh, Van Zandt and um, Ted Sarandos last year even did a um, a, a sort of mini get-together celebrating the show. Oh, right, okay. Uh, so clearly uh, it was a, was a big needle mover for the early days of Netflix and a, and a bit of a sales point for them. So yeah, uh, but Lily Hammer is 
going. It's going. Uh, I'm sure it'll pop up somewhere else. Probably Disney Plus. Let's be <laughs> honest. Who knows? <laughs> right, is that it? I think that's the news. That'll do for the news, I think. And we'll, like we said earlier, we'll come back on Monday, do a big full on bumper wave. Bumper wave. We'll surf that mother. <laughs> that's where we'll do the real talk that we put out into yeah. the uh, ether as well. Should we remind people of the real talk? Do it. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, it was what movie should have had a sequel that hasn't? Yes, it was. Or, or should what do you wish would have had a sequel? Yeah. I've got mine. I haven't got mine. I was going to wing it on the night. That's fine. But then the night never came. Uh, again, <laughs> so. it's uh, generated some real debate in the, yeah, in the Discord. I did put a couple of suggestions in there, but my official answer is not one of those. Ooh, okay, interesting. Um, I will have a, I will have an answer by Monday. But like I say, the night never came. <laughs> just by way of an extra tease, go on. The one I'm going to choose that uh, for a movie that should have had a sequel, yeah, is a sequel to a movie that I don't really like. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's a movie. It's a sequel to a movie that should have had a sequel. Is that what you're telling me? The sequel should have had a sequel. What? What? <laughs> no, there's just one movie. Yeah. It's never okay. had a sequel. Right. I didn't really like the, the movie. Oh, you don't like the movie, but you yeah. think it should have a sequel? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Mm. thought you'd like that. I do like that. <laughs> right, should we talk about Wheelman? Drivers on. Drivers on. Uh, so yeah, we're talking about Wheelman in this week's movie show. Wheelman was released in 2017. It is a 15. It runs for one hour and 22 minutes. Currently rated at 6.4 out of 10 on IMDb and is a Netflix original. 6.4. I would say that's that's pretty hard. I think it might be the highest we've done this season. Yeah, I feel like it's been a while since we've been in this range. Yeah, I think you're right. We've, we've been up there before, but yeah, it feels like we've been... Yeah, we've, we've, well, been, we've been We've been firmly mired in the threes, fours, uh, maybe the occasional five yeah. for, for a good while now. So It's basically, this film is a one-man show, I would say. There's, pretty much. There's, there's other people in it, but yeah. Frank Grillo is the main guy. He plays Wheelman. Never named in the show, never named in the credit. Oh, it's him and the car. Yeah. Because we are the car. Yeah, 100%. For most of this movie. I've got some stats on that. There's only 10 shots, not even scenes, 10 shots in the entire film that don't have a car. Where you're not in a car. Yeah. So in the entire film. The that's, whole film is great set in a car. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Frank Grillo, probably most famous. Well, he's been in everything, every action movie over oh, the last yeah, 100 yeah. years. A lot of credits. I know him mostly for Kingdom. Yes. Which is his uh, UFC style yep. show that he did that's absolutely brilliant if you get a chance to watch it. It's a great show. He was also in The Grey. Yes. And he did a couple of Purge films. Yes. The later ones. Uh, and he was in, uh, he's, been, he's popped up as is everyone in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, as Cross Crossbones? Something like that. Yeah. He's in most of the Captain America films. Yeah. You know Frank Grey. Everybody yeah. knows Frank Grey. Uh, Caitlin Carmichael plays Katie. Um, she's most famous. She was recently in Midnight in the Switchgrass. Okay. Which was a film that came out this year or late last year. And Garrett Dillahunt is also in this film. He plays a character called Clayton. He's quite famous too. He's been in every TV show yeah. ever made. I know him mainly for, he was in Raising Hope. Okay. Remember yeah. that? With, um, yeah, I do. You, you lady from the Goonies. Written and directed by a guy called Jeremy Rush. Good name for a guy who writes car movies. Yeah, very much. Yeah, uh, but this is the Most only film he's called Jeremy. Like it's the only film he's ever written or directed. Really? Yep. And what year is this from? Twenty seventeen. Ah, oh, this guy. There's a lot. I think that surprises me. That yeah, surprises same. Me. me too. 
Do you want to know another cool stat about this film? Yes, please. How many times is the word fuck said in this film? Oh, it's quite a lot. It's the 31st of all time. Really? Yeah. That's impressive. It's on the list of the most amounts of fucks per film. <laughs> How many are you saying? 31st, 31st. of all time. Um, there are... 102 fucks. There are 286 oh, fucks. I was going to say 200. And I thought it was too many. <laughs> which is, which works out to 3.4 a minute. Wow. Because this is only 80 <laughs> minutes long. Yeah, exactly. It's actually what it's like the third highest per minute. Per, fucks for per minute. Fucks per minute. It's like the third or fourth FPM, highest FPM, this is high. It's, it's up there. Wow. I think Scarface is the top. I think there's yeah. like eight fucks per minute in Scarface. But yeah, 286 t- times he says fuck in this film. Great stat. Love that stat. Do you have a one-word review? Uh, I I have, and I feel like it's a criticism. I don't necessarily mean it as a criticism. It's it's like Drive the TV movie. <laughs> yeah, it is, to be fair. That's a good shout. I thought you were going to say wheelie good. <laughs> <laughs> now, Thank you, that's just as fine. <laughs> yeah. Due to the delays in recording this episode, it's been almost a week since I watched this film. Now. I finished so it today. You might, so need to, uh, you might need to help me out with some of the detail. Because um, it's. Uh, I think I watched it last <laughs> Tuesday. I did watch it last Tuesday because okay. I went to the cinema last Wednesday. Um, yeah, so it's been nearly a week since I watched it. Where does this film start, Nick? Uh, we are in a car. We are. We are. Get used to that. Cars I view. Yep. No one else is in the car. Nope. We are looking. We're in the back seat. Yeah. Looking over the out of the front windscreen. That's where we spend the majority of this film. And it's well. dark. It's we're inside, but it's dark. Yeah. Uh, and then a man comes through a door, turns yep. the lights on. Yep. We're in a garage. We're in a garage in a car. Uh he opens the garage door. Yep. The roller blinds. Roller door. Roller blinds? And <laughs> they're not roller blinds. I mean, <laughs> that'd be rubbish. There's no security in a roller blind. <laughs> the roller door. Roller shutter. And Gets into the car. Yep. We are entered. <laughs> we are. By a man. And <laughs> we get driven outside. Yeah. And he passes the car on to another man. Yeah. Um, and we hear a muffled conversation because we're still in the car. And they're having, they're having the conversation outside. Conversation the outside. Again, that happens quite a lot in this film. Uh, and man too, yep. is Frank Griot's character. Wheel man. Is not very happy. He's not happy at all. Because he asked for a nondescript car. Yeah. And we we learn we are a black car yeah. with a red trunk. Yes, that's quite descript. <laughs> I would say so. Yeah, and this is exactly Wheelman's point. Yeah, he's not happy. I don't know. Are we going to refer to him as Wheelman all the way through this film? Because he doesn't have a name. He is not named at any point during this film. No, I mean, which when the amount of <laughs> like telephone say, conversations he has uh, in this film, you think somebody would have said his name at driver some point. is taken. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe we just call him Frank. <laughs> it's Wheelman. That's why he introduces it. I've called him WM in all my notes. Me too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, we're, we're superhero ever. Yeah, terrible we're superhero. Um, so he gets in his car, he drives away, he drives away fast. Takes it for a raz. He does, he razzes it. Uh, and then titles. the cre- credit sequence yeah. hits in this 18-minute like movie. kind of like grindhouse titles, very. aren't yeah, they? Yeah, very. And they go on for quite a long time. Yeah. And this movie that's only 18 minutes long. And then when we come out of the title sequence... Now, I'm going to warn you at the beginning of this. Wheelman uses his phone an awful lot in this. I feel like <laughs> this is a relatively simple film, but I had to make a lot of notes. Yes. Because the whole film is just this guy in the car, On pretty the much making phone calls. Yeah. Or receiving phone calls. Yeah. It's, 
So it's going to be quite. It's going to be quite frantic to talk through. I think. I think we're going to be going at quite a speed. Movie. No, it is. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent is. Um, so the first person he calls is a guy called Clay. We don't know who Clay is at this point, um, but Clay doesn't answer, so he leaves him a message, and then wait, he does. But I think you get because the message is Clay, call me back. I need to know need... where I'm parking. Yes. which I instantly thought. Well, this is the guy that set him up. Yeah. He needs to know. Yeah, like his where, Where's right. the target? We, it's clear from the beginning that Wheelman's not a good guy in this. Yeah. Um, and we assume that Clay's like his handler or his whoever's looking after him whilst he's doing this. Then he gets a call from a girl called Katie. Um, this is his daughter, we find out at this point. She's 13 and she's going out. She says... She's going she out says, to get pissed. This isn't a request. I'm telling you I'm yeah, going I'm not, out. I'm not asking if I can go yeah, out. I'm going telling you I'm going out. Yeah. And I'm going to get pissed. And she's 13. Um He's like, absolutely not on my life. Are you going no, she's out? Like, you're with me for the weekend. Yeah. You're not doing it. And she's like, well, you're not here. You're yeah. out working. And eventually she hangs up on him. She says, I'm going anyway. Yeah. And then the phone, she cuts kids. the phone off. Kids, bloody kids. You've got all this to come. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah, so he, he, she hangs the phone up on him. He picks up a couple of guys at this point. Um, I guess these are the guys who he's going to do this job with, whatever yeah. he's heading towards. They also question the red trunk on this car. They do. Like, why on earth are we in this? And why have you? Why do you drive a manual? Yeah, that's because it's not a, the best getaway car. And you've got. Speak- it always surprised me in movies, especially yeah, obviously American movies where they're like they're really fascinated and surprised that people drive a a stick. A stick, yeah. So, um, but Wheelman doesn't chit chat. No, he says that himself. All th- none of these three guys have ever met each other before. No. Now. No, basically, so the crew's gonna... been put together separately. They're about to rob a bank, I think. Was it yeah. a bank or a bank? Yeah, it was a bank. And Wheelman's basically the getaway driver, uh, but he doesn't chit chat. He doesn't want to talk to him. He doesn't want to know anything about them. He even refuse. They ask him his name, and he refuses to give his name, yeah. uh, which becomes a the theme of the film. And he says, "I'm just the Wheelman." End so, of story. Uh, end of story. And that's what they call him from that point. Uh, they arrive at the bank. The guys but the, get the out. guy is chat is like chatting at him he's like he's an older guy he's like oh, i've got a mohawk yeah and then when will it's all this banter going on and when will man won't tell him his name he's like well if you're wheel man you can call me motherfucker yes <laughs> and then the other guy says uh my name's ben ockry <laughs> but you can call me where's my money motherfuckers <laughs> and it's like, and they're both credited as that in the yeah. credits of the film as well which i thought was quite funny um, so they arrive at the bank, they go in, the guys do go in, they do hold up this bank. We Again, we never leave the car, so we no, see this through the car. We're in there with Wheelman. Uh, we're in there with Wheelman. And then he gets a call from a mysterious number. Um, I've put the handler, because... Yeah, same. It just says out of area. Yeah, it just says out of area. We don't... Wheelman doesn't know who this guy is. We don't know who this guy is. Um, but basically, this guy wants him to leave these two guys. As soon as they put the money in the trunk, drive away. Yeah, and he's like, I can't do that. I'm a trusted wheelman. This is my job. This and then the, the guy on the on the phone says, "No, I've told them that I've told them to shoot you. Yeah, you're going to die once, if you don't follow my once the job's done." Yeah, uh, and he says, "I want. I know, but I know all about you. I'm telling you, if you want to live, when they put the money in the trunk, drive away. Drive away. Leave them." And he didn't want to do it, but he's kind of get left with no choice now. And this is where the film starts to become. Frank Grio being really frantic. Yeah. And the, the rest of the film is just him being like, not really knowing what's going on at any point. But he does do it. The guys come out, they put the money in the trunk, shut the trunk, and he speeds away and leaves them both there. 
Um, he's still trying to reach Clay. Of course, Clay a good few times now, still getting, yep. getting like, the voicemail. In- increasingly exasperated that he can't get hold of him. Yeah, getting really annoyed because he doesn't know what's going on now. He's yeah. just, he doesn't know where he's going for a start. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't know how he's much... just driving. Yeah, he's just driving around. Um, then this handler guy calls him back and he says, I need you to pull over and count the money. He said, yeah, he says, look, you're not quite done yet. Yeah. I've got a few more jobs for you. Yeah. Uh, count the money. Yeah. He doesn't want to do that. He doesn't want to yeah. stop him. He's like, I've got time to do that. I don't, I'm, yeah, I don't want to stop in public counting money in the back of a car uh, but he has no choice so he does he pulls over he counts it estimates it to be roughly 200 grand yeah gets back on the phone the guy wants an exact figure yeah of how much so is in there go and count it again go and count it again so he comes back and he's like there's 230 grand in there yeah um i don't think that was the exact figure i don't feel like somebody would have counted it out to uh, no because he even says oh it's all different denominations yeah, i'm not counting it there's about 230 grand and he, he counted it quick there was a fact it must have been guesstimating um, and then the handler says, sit tight, I'll call Over you back. Over Wheelman's shoulder, yeah. there's a guy on a bike. Bike. Just yeah, sort of going through the shot, by the way. But yeah. the camera kind of focuses in on it and then out. Yeah, so we're not... Unbeknownst you, to We're Wheelman. supposed to see it, but he's not supposed to yeah. know it's there, but we're supposed to have picked up on it. Um, the handler says, sit tight, I'll call you back. And then he does call him back and he tells him to go to some station somewhere. Yeah. Train station, I think. But then Wheelman gets a text from Unknown. Yeah. So this is different from the out-of-area yeah. handler. This is a different person. Uh, and it just says, you and Clay are dead. Yeah. Uh, so we've got some different factions. Some, yeah, some shit's going down here. Yeah. We, don't, we have no Involved clue. Here. We have no clue what's going on. Wheelman has no clue what's going on. Um, then Katie calls him back again. Yeah. She has decided she is going to stay at home. She's like, good news, wishes. Dad, I'm not going out. But bad news, I'm going back to mum's tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, and to... plus my boyfriend's here. Yes. Ryan's there. Yeah. He's her boyfriend. He's going to stay there with her. And Wheelman's more annoyed at this fact. Yes. Than the fact they were going out. It's apparent that his 13-year-old daughter is dating a 17-year-old boy. Sure. Um, but she hangs up on him again. So he's really not happy at this point. No, he's in a... All sorts all of shit's kicking yeah. off. And then Clay calls back. And so... Wheelman gets him up to speed. Yeah, he tells him exactly what's happened so far in the film. Okay, um, plays like I don't know the name of the guy. Say I just set it up. I don't know the guy. I don't know him. I don't um, know where you're going. I don't know where the drop is. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah, the um, guy will call you and tell you where to go. But Claire, the wheelman's like, you need to fucking fix this. I need to yeah. fucking sort fucking this out. And Clay says I'll fix it, and then he hangs up. Everybody keeps hanging up on this guy. Nobody yeah. says buy it any point. No, 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 not at all. Everybody's so rude. Um, and then Katie calls back because Ryan's arrived. Um, and so he says, put Ryan on the phone. So we get to hear Ryan's voice this time. Um, and he says to him, he tells Ryan that he loves Katie more than both of their lives. Yeah. Do so you catch my dress? Yes. I will murder you. Um, and you need to leave at 9pm. He says, you can stay, watch a movie. Yeah. But you need, at 9pm, you're gone. You're gone. He's happy with his daughter, <laughs> his 13-year-old daughter and his 17-year-old boy. Um home alone together um but basically yeah he basically friends him and says look if you're not gone by nine i'm gonna murder you and probably myself (laughs) (laughs) he says i love her more than both of our lives so he implies that he's gonna murder suicide this guy um then the handler calls back and tells him where to go because he's arrived at this station but he's got to go to a specific point yeah and now every time the handler calls there's jazz music in the background (laughs) yeah so So this guy just sitting in a jazz club because he calls him the jazz handler at yeah, one point. The jazz handler. <laughs> he gets what he calls him. 
Um, and Wheelman quickly becomes apparent that this is not a drop. He says, you're not doing a drop. You're doing an exchange. And free... Give them the money, they'll give you a package. Yeah, so some guys approach the car. There's a lot of them. Yeah, there is. As well. we're like, There's a crew like, of guys. This is absolutely typical, isn't it? We, you know, we're, we're down at the docks. Yeah. It's dark. Standard movie There's drug all boss. these heavies sort of starting to surround the car. Yeah. They're all armed. He panics. I think he can't trust anyone. Of course he can't. He's already been told he's going to be murdered once. Yeah. Wheelman gets out of there. Yeah, he speeds off. He wheels off. Still got the money. This was a drug buy, apparently. Yeah. That's what he describes it as, and that is not happening. He doesn't do it. He, tell, he calls Clay back. He's like, look, this isn't happening. I'm not getting it. He says, I'm drugs. not a drugs runner. Yeah, he's only just got out of prison, we find yeah. out quite soon as well. Um, so he says to Clay, look, find somebody else. Yeah. I'll give them the car. And they the can money. do whatever the fuck you want. I'm not doing it. So Clay says, well, I'll do it. And the wheelman's like, no, you're not doing it. No, he, he says like, oh, well... He says, I'll do it. And he says, oh, no, no, I'll take the money. You tell me where. Because yeah. he thinks Clay's meaning, I'll take care of it. Yeah. And then Clay goes, no, no, I I'll will drive it there. Yeah. Uh, Wilma's like, no, I don't trust you. Yeah. I've got this guy's money. You're not doing it. And Wilma's like, give me the name of the guy who set this up for yeah. you. I need to know this guy. Clay's name. still's not giving anything away. And then Wilma leaves a message for a guy called Cheetah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this, because this never comes into play. Yeah, we don't know who this guy is. Well, it's like, I kind of thought he was like the paint shop guy in GTA. Yeah. Because Wheelman kind of says, I, I'm in this car, I need to get off the road, yeah. I need a vehicle, so, yeah. Yeah. Chop shop type. I'm type glad you noticed that as well. Um, And then, he's driving through this, like, tunnel. Yeah. And people start shooting at him, or he pulls a gun on them. Uh, the bike's behind him. Yeah, the bike's behind him. Wasn't there like a car of people as well? Uh, I might be wrong. I might be imagining. I don't that. think there was at this point. Okay, so he's... Anyway, he pulls a gun on... Oh, he pulls a gun on oh, the guy on the just, bike, doesn't he? No. No, there's some random gangsters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who it's just cut some him up in the tunnels. Some, yeah. yeah, some yeah. random... And he scares him off because he, he's got a AK-47 on the passenger. <laughs> yeah. Which isn't his. It just got dropped there yeah. by the guy who he left behind earlier. Um, then Clay calls back. And he says to Wilman, look, you've got to do this or you're fucked, basically. We're both fucked. Clay's taking a different tack now. He says, if you don't do the deal and pick I'm up sell the drugs, you I'm going to tell the handler you've stolen his money yeah. and you're fucked, mate. Yeah. And Wilman doesn't buy that at all. He's like, right, I'm just going to drop this money somewhere and then you can sort it out. Yeah. You can come and pick it up. I'm done. I'm done. Um, this is where he realises that he's being followed by a motorbike. Um, then he gets a call from a girl called Jessica, uh, but he doesn't answer it. He just hangs up. Yeah, she leaves him a voicemail. Yeah. Uh, and then he calls Cheetah again. Still can't get hold of him. Still can't get hold of him. And then we listen to Jessica's voicemail. Jessica is Katie's mother, Frank's ex-wife. Yeah. Frank Griot's ex-wife. <laughs> Wheelman. Wheelman. Wheelman's ex-wife. Mrs. Wheelman. It's Wheelwoman. And she's annoyed that he's left Katie on her own with a 17-year-old boy. Yeah, she's like, you fucked this up. You see, you're one weekend with her every month and you fucked it up. You're not even there. Yeah. I'm coming to get her, but I'm not coming till tomorrow because I'm busy tonight. Yeah. <laughs> While all this is going on, he's just stopped the car in the middle of this tunnel. Yeah. And the motorbike is just sitting behind him. Yeah. So this is how he spots that he's being followed because this guy's like, the motorbike can't follow him, but he's not going anywhere. And Clay then calls, like I said a minute ago, this is all phone calls. Yeah. This is all this film is, so apologies. Um, 
Clay then tells him to go back to the station. I think it was called Chandler Station. Yeah, he's like, just like go and do the do the drop, and then which gives himself away because uh, Wheelman says, "I never said the drop was at Chandler Station." Yeah, so he gives him. You know that you know more than you're telling me. Yeah. Um, calls Cheetah again. Again, doesn't get an answer. Uh, the motorbike's still following him. Um, and then he gets a text message that says, "I'm going to kill Clay, then find you. That's my money." But it's not from this handler guy. No, it's from, it's from an unknown. An unknown number again. <laughs> then the handler calls back and says, you're going to get hurt. He says, I told you, if you don't listen to me, you'll get hurt. And then three bullets hit the car. Shots fired. And he drives off at full speed again. And There's then a chase. Get, motorbike versus car. Car versus motorbike chase, which was actually really awesome. Yeah. Um, and But there might, a motorbike's never going to beat the car because you can just run them off the road. And that's what exactly what he does. He basically forces the bike to crash into a parked car. Yeah. He, he watches for a little while to make sure the bike is not moving and he isn't. So then he just leaves him and drives off. And then he pulls up, at, uh, well, he drives past, really slowly past like a... It's a bar. Yeah, like a bar slash nightclub. Because he'd thing. said to Clay earlier, oh, are you at the bar? Yeah. And he pulls up to the back door of this place yeah. and he takes the gun off the seat. And again, we don't leave the car, but he no. does at this point. I liked this. This was effective. In it this, was. It really worked. Scene. And he worked. So the car, the club doors right, right in front of the windscreen of the car. And he goes in and he takes his gun in. You just hear. And you can hear a commotion going on inside. And then he comes out with a guy at the scruff of the neck, basically throwing this guy all over the place and forces him into the car. Yeah. And drives off. And there's other the people around. His arm. He's, he's yeah. going, oh, my arm's broken. My arm's broken. There's other people around, but they can't stop Wheelman because he's got this AK-47. And it turns out it's Clay. Yeah. So he's managed. He's basically just gone in and kidnapped Clay. Then somebody else starts shooting at the car. And we find out at this point that this is the real handler. Or the opposite gangster. It's the guy that they usually work with. Yes. Or one, yeah, one of the factions they usually work with. Uh, the West End guys. Yes. So there's the so West End the handler yeah. and the jazz handler. <laughs> the West End guy's been this unknown caller, yes. it turns out, because they get a they get a call from unknown that says, you hijacked my bank job, you're both dead. Yeah. And then they get cornered and shot at. And then it turns out that the jazz handler is the Philadelphia mob. Yeah. And this is the New York mob. I don't know where this one's set. And Clay, Clay says to Wheelman that, yeah, I set this heist up with the West End guys, but then these Philadelphia guys called me and offered me even more money to screw the West End guys over yeah. so that they could start making inroads on this patch. So he's basically accidentally started a mob war. Yeah. Um, and Wheelman's like, look, I need to get straight with the West End guys because when they were when I was inside, they were the guys who helped me and helped me yeah. get out. And he's already in debt to him. Yeah, yeah so already indebted. He's him. like, who's this Philly guy? I need to... Yeah. End him, basically. Who is it? What's his name? Yeah. You, you've talked to him. How do you get in touch with him? And Wheelman says to Clay, look, I'll give you 20 grand out of the money out of the boot of this car and you need to leave town and never come back. Yeah. And never speak to us again. Um, Clay then pulls a gun on him. On was So I wasn't quite clear here. This was my nitpick of this movie. Okay. So Clay's like in despair at this point. He's like rocking back and forward yeah, in the seat. Going, what to do. I'm fucked. I need this money. I need this money. It's basically like, if this doesn't go the right way for him, he's dead. Yeah. And he pulls a gun. Yeah. And I was like, has he pointed it at himself or Wheelman? He point, I, uh, I thought at he the kind start, of put he, it to his chin. He pointed it at Wheelman to start with. And then he was like, I can't kill this guy. And then he was like, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah. 
So he turns the gun on himself. I thought he did, yeah. And does shoot himself. Well, yeah, they have a struggle first. Yeah, Wilma's Wilma's trying, trying to, to get it off, it off him. him. But it does go off and he does shoot himself. It's and Pulp he... Fiction, this is. Yeah, it is. Like, <laughs> there's brains all over the, the windscreen. windscreen. And he does shoot himself. He does die, basically. He shoots Eventually. Him. Yeah. He gets, he... Garrett Dillahunt gets to do some good death acting. Oh, yeah, Clay is Garrett Dillahunt. Yeah. Um, yeah, he does. He, he kind of starts like babbling nonsense, doesn't and, he? And, yeah. and eventually he dies. <laughs> Wilman opens the door and pushes the body out into the street and drives off again. But he can't go very far because the windscreen's covered in blood. Yes. So he has to pull over and try and clean all the blood and brains off the windscreen. And then the jazz handler calls back. Philadelphia, yeah. And he knows everything about Wheelman at this point. He He's, tells him he, his wife's name. He tells yeah. him his daughter's he name. He says, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I know you've got a family. I know you're just a regular guy with a wife and a daughter. That's what he says. Um, this makes Wheelman panic more than he was already. He was already panicked. Yeah. Now he's like uber panicked. So he tries phoning Katie again. And the first few times she doesn't answer the phone. So yeah. he's really panicking. He's like, I can't get hold of my daughter. And then she does answer the phone on like the third or fourth attempt. And he's like, tell Ryan to take you out of the house. We're going to trust Ryan now. We like <laughs> Ryan now. Uh, take Get, get, you, get you out of the house. Take you somewhere safe. Ryan's already gone home. It's yes, gone, nine says, o'clock. gone nine o'clock. Ryan's, we did what you said. Ryan is shit scared of you. <laughs> he has gone home. I'm here on my own. And he's like, okay, you need to go to the garage, take the Porsche. <laughs> of course, he got a Porsche. Family yeah. Porsche. <laughs> and leave. And then she's like, where are the keys to the Porsche? He's like, fuck, I've got the keys to the Porsche. <laughs> so his plan's just unraveling. And he's like... The spare keys in the junk drawer. Everybody's yeah. got a junk drawer in the man drawer. Um, find the spare keys. So she does. She eventually. She, there's a and bit of back and forth. He gives her instructions to drive to a parking garage. Yeah. So basically, Wheelman is a. We learn at this point, he's like a track driver. Yeah. He's not like a road driver. Yeah. He's a track driver, and he's taught his daughter how to drive. Sure. And she, so she knows how to drive on a track. He tells her it's basically the same thing. Yeah. He's basically giving her a pep talk. You can do it. You've, you know, you've driven. We've had days and days at the track. Yeah. Just, you've just it's got to drive. The to same this thing. Address. Literally just drive to this parking garage, park there. And um, someone will um, come and get I'll you. I'll come and get you. Yeah. And then he calls Jessica, who's the mother. And he's like, you need to go now and pick up your daughter from yeah, this parking this garage. And she's like, nah. Yeah. I've got plans tonight. I'm doing yeah. that. It's your weekend. With she's out like with a Tinder date or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's like, I will go and get her. But as I've said... I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not going tonight. So he's like, for fuck's sake. But then whilst this all is happening, there's some sort of commotion in the background. Yeah. And she's and like, oh, look, there's someone at the door. Yeah, and then all sorts of shit kicks off. So it sounds like somebody's come for Jessica and then the call dies. Yeah, because you hear like a scream. Yeah, and... and then the phone cuts off. So we like, we don't know. Katie seems to be safe. Yeah. Jessica appears to not be safe. The jazz handler calls back. <laughs> which is possibly my favourite name <laughs> I've ever come up with. Um, he wants to meet him and he has his wife. That's what this guy He's says. like, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to fuck her. <laughs> and I'm going to make you listen. <laughs> I'm down the phone. And I'm like, this is, this is a dark turn. <laughs> and then the West End handler guy calls him. For the first time, this is the first time we hear from this guy, yeah. apart from by text. And he also wants this money because this is his money. Um, and they kind of get a reel with each other at this point, don't they? Yeah, because the, the guy's like, this is bigger than $200,000. Yeah. He says this situation is a weapon. Yeah, because he says, if this guy wins, yeah. he's got my territory, basically. Yeah. I, my power's gone. You know, 
I, you know, my whole livelihood, my family's at risk. And this guy's like, I can help you out of this situation. Um, I can sort this out, this situation out for you. You just need yeah. to. Because Wheelman says he's got my wife. Yeah. He he's knows like, everything I can sort about that. Me. I'll help you save your family. Um, and it'll help me save my family because I'll, I'll end up dying as well. So will they. Yeah. And it'll be a nightmare. So they set up an exchange. And he says, he tells Wheelman exactly where to meet him. No, he, say, he says to Wheelman, you set up, set up an exchange yes, sorry, with Philadelphia. Yeah. Tell me where you're meeting. Yeah. I'll do the rest. Yeah, I'll sort it out. Uh, Wilma's kind of got no choice but to go with this plan, I guess. Yeah. And so he he had the <laughs> he has the jazz handler on hold all the time oh, yeah. at this point. So he goes back to that call and he like, tries to set up this exchange. In a comedy, he put the wrong one on hold and <laughs> yeah. reveal his plans. Wouldn't yeah. Um, and then he hangs up on the jazz handler, which is a big deal because he's like, he causes bluff. He, do, he does. He causes bluff. Because the, like, the jazz guy's like, Remember, I'm going to fuck your wife and make you listen. <laughs> <laughs> and Wilman's like, he's my, She's my ex wife, motherfucker. Yeah, and then and hangs, hangs up. up. And he's like, Hopefully, this guy's going to call me back game. now because yeah. he's like, I need to wait so we can set this up. And then he eventually, there's quite a tense few minutes where he doesn't call and then he does. Uh, Wilman talks to Jessica for a little bit and then tells the dude to meet him at Fillmore and 19th in 15 minutes. Yeah. Be there and I will do the exchange. And then he goes back onto the West End guy, tells that guy what's going on. Um, uh, the West End guy says, fine, just keep him there. Yeah, and if you deliver that guy to me, we are square. All debts are paid. Yeah. You don't owe me any money, everything's sorted. Um, and then suddenly, just as that call finishes, somebody rams him from behind and starts firing a machine gun at him. Who was this guy? Don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess we're just supposed to believe this was one of... I think it's the guy from the motorbike. Or, yeah, it's, uh, it's one of... One of Philadelphia the jazz, jazz guys, handlers guys. The jazz yeah. handlers guys. But he's in a, he's, this time he's in like a Jeep, Jeep thing, isn't thing, he? Yeah. So he like sideswipes him. Yeah. Um, so he starts firing at the wheelman's car. Wheelman starts firing back. In, wheelman gets the upper hand, hits the dude, yeah. kills the dude. Which, and it must be, because then he, he finds a quiet place to pull over again. Somehow this car is still limping along. Yeah. Uh, and he, he goes through the money bags, doesn't he? Yeah. And he finds a tracker. Yes, he does. So and then he escapes. disposes of that. Yeah, because the guy, the guy gets back in the car, drives off, and then crashes straight yeah. away. So he's done. We found the tracker. The tracker's gone. Um, and then I've written here, finally, he's going to ditch this car. Yeah. Because this would be the first thing you would have done, surely. Because he's not even seen a... I mean, either he's a really good driver or the police in this unnamed city are terrible because... Oh, the police in this city are terrible. There <laughs> we, isn't any We've not a seen a... Not a hide not, or hair. A, we've not it. seen a soul in the city. No, the whole city's abandoned. And we've... There's no, all you hear is police in the distance yeah. all the way through. But they you never, never get, see them. They never get anywhere near the wheel mount. No. I'm imagining That's this is filmed in the threat. middle of a very quiet city at four in yeah. the morning on a Tuesday or something. This was all filmed. But yeah, he finally ditches the car. He burns the car. Um, and he walks. Yeah, somehow he's found time to make a couple of Molotov cocktails. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where he got the he's got, he puts one with the mon- in the money bag and he, yeah. he burns the car. Um, and then he walks to a parking garage. And he meets Katie. Yeah. We meet Katie for the first time. Finally, there's another person in yeah, this Yeah, she's actually there. Yeah. Um, and they switch into his Porsche. Yeah. And he says, we've got to go and deliver these bags. Yeah. Let's go. We will need to go. If she panics about him going to prison again. Yeah. She doesn't want that. That's the last thing she wants. So she gives him a lift to this address, Fillmore and yeah. 19. Yeah. And then he says, right, I want you to take this car and drive all the way to Uncle Rich's house. And do not stop. And do not stop. Here's my wallet. If you need anything, get that on the way there. 
I don't know where Uncle Rich lives, probably somewhere out in the suburbs or something, but it seemed like it was a long way. It's a tearful goodbye, isn't yeah. it? And she Casey doesn't want to go. to do some acting. To proper acting. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't want to go. He doesn't really want her to do it, but he has He's no like, choice. Look, I'm in this situation. Yeah. I'll see you again. So for the first time, well, second time in this film, he leaves a car now and we stay in the car yeah. with somebody else. Um, he takes the bags up we these stairs. We stay with Katie. Yeah, she, we stay with she Katie. She drives off. Yep. So he takes the bags up these stairs in this garage where he's arranged to do this drop-off. She gets to the like the the ramp, yep. to the street, doesn't she? Just yep. just but she and she kind of stops the Porsche. Yes, and she is like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, I'm not leaving. And circles back around. She goes up. Yeah, she goes up the parking garage, um, and we see from the back seat of Katie's Porsche. Now we're in. I thought this was lovely. I, I considering well. this is just someone driving a car around a deserted multi-story yeah. car park. It was shot brilliant. It was. The whole movie shot really well. It really is. It, the, the, you know, the night, it's all at night. So we've got, obviously, you've got all the lights glinting off all the metal of the cars. You've got cameras all over the outside of these cars. So yeah, yeah. different angles. And <clears throat> just the, the, I'm not really a car guy. No, I'm not. It's just not. a thing to get you where you need to go. I've yeah. not, Same. never been interested, passionate about them. But the sound in this movie is yeah. brilliant as well. Yeah, it's just absolutely. The, the, you know, they're all sort of chugging along and, and it, yeah, it's great. It's I great. can't fault that. One thing I did notice that you can fault in this movie is whenever you see the exterior of the cars, they're always wet. Yeah. And yet it never rains in the yeah, whole that's film. That's true. It's never, there's never any reason for the cars to be wet, but they're always wet. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Katie drives up to the top floor of this garage and parks up so she can see this exchange that's about to happen. Yeah. And we watch it through the back, from behind her, from the back seat, over the road in a different parking garage. So you can kind of see what's going on in the distance, but you can't really see what's going on. And it was beautiful. It was a really nice way to do it. Yeah, it was It was really good. Because any other film would have taken you over there and you'd have been there with them. Yeah. But this is a film that's set in a car. And we're staying, they're going to stick to this theme. And basically, all we see is Wheelman starts firing there's an explosion at some point and he gets Jessica back. Yeah. And that's all we really see. And he keeps the money. Yes, he doesn't he does. hand the he money. He gets Jessica over. and the money. Because he throws the other Molotov, Molotov cocktail, cocktail at, at these gangsters. Yeah. Katie's like, fucking hell, what's going on? That's my mum. <laughs> <laughs> so she's suddenly now like, right, no, I'm going to drive off this time. Gets to the bottom and just as she gets to the bottom of the stairs, Wheelman comes running down with the money. And she's like, Dad, Dad, I'm over here. Yeah. But the muv, muv, the muv, the mother is not there. I don't know how he's got her away. It's like she's safe. Don't he's worry hidden about her it. somewhere. Yeah. So he gets in the driving seat. She gets in the passenger seat, and it's a good job she didn't drive off and leave him because yeah. I don't know what, what his plan, plan was. Yeah. Didn't appear to have one. Um. Then there's a car chase because obviously these mobsters are the jazz handlers trying yeah. to catch up with him. Because so basically, really cool basically, Wheelman is trying to buy time till the West End guys get there. Yeah, till they're ready. Because they're not there yet. No, so he's basically going to lead. The plan is to lead the jazz handler to the back to West where End. they are now. But yeah, but, but they've got to do a few to, laps to. Yeah. yeah. So the West End guy calls him. He's like, "Wait, no." He calls the West End guy, and he's like, "I'm bringing him to you now. Are you ready?" And he is basically. Yeah. And he drives back into this parking garage. Backwards. Backwards. At the end of this chase. Yeah. He reverses into this parking garage. And he drives through a load of other cars. Yeah. Or past a load of other cars. And then when the jazz handler comes in, 
all hell breaks all loose. these dudes step out all these the dudes step out start fucking firing at him and it's an ambush basically and he gets killed the fuck he, yeah. yeah he's just dead killed uh, the this, fuck this guy sort of drops out of this car yeah and they just execute him yeah the western guy's like bullet to the head job done uh, Wheelman gets out yep delivers them the bags it doesn't say I love this bit it doesn't just say a word nod at each other he just walks over to the guy gives him the bag of money walks back to the car gets back in and just drives off yeah no words are exchanged. It was beautiful. Uh, Katie then finally says, where's my mum? <laughs> Just like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. where's my mum gone? Um, and then she apologises for not leaving him when she said she was going to, which he was all right with. Yeah, Wheelman's like, well, I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't. <laughs> we did. We had a nice family moment there. Um, and then he drops Katie at like this overnight diner. Yes. Which is open and Jessica's in there having dinner. And then the film ends. Yeah. Nice and neat. Little 80 minutes. The job's done. Everything's, everybody's happy at the end. The end. What did you think? I really liked it. Like, I really I had a it. proper good time. I, I thought this was going to be um, cheap action without seeing any action. Yeah. That sort of film we've seen loads. Yeah. And I was proper invested in this. Same. It, it just, it was tight it stuck to its budget. The the tension of just increasingly frantic phone calls, you know, it, it keeps its powder dry in terms of it car really chases yeah. until... Until you need it to. Yeah, until like the, the three or two and two, a half chases two, yeah. that there are in this. And that makes them really effective. Uh, the car's a character. Yeah, 100%. We never even see the car. No, couldn't even tell you what's up. We e- see the Porsche from the outside, but we never yeah. saw the, the black car with the red I think paint. we see it as a BMW from its wheels. Wheels, yeah. But we never see the car. No, because you, you're never outside it. No. Like you said, there's only 10 shots in the whole it's film really that not well set done. in the car. I, I thought this was a real it's nice a surprise. Yeah. It's a gimmick, but it really works. Yeah. Because I'd read that that's what I'd read the trivia before where it says there's only 10 shots outside the car. And I was like, oh, wow, that sounds like it's going to be really gimmicky. Yeah. But it actually really worked and it was, it made you feel like you were involved in all of this. What's the uh, oh, what's the movie from last year with Steve from Stranger Things in where he's... Spree. Spree. Yeah. I got kind of vibes of that in this, but that was more gimmicky. Yeah. And I think that kind of didn't quite last to the end of the movie no, whereas no. I thought this like I say it kept his powers dry until I, I just think this works even, I, I uh, think being 80 minutes long as well yeah it really helped it yeah. it really helped it, it was even tight. right at the end where he drops Katie off he never leaves the car no. and we see this reunion through the car window through the diner window yeah. so any bit of action we don't need to see we don't see yeah. and anything we do see we're seeing as if you're watching it for a car it's a really neat little gimmick and it really worked I, I thought it was a real nice surprise. I thought Frank Grillo was excellent in it. I can't imagine anybody who could have done it better, if I'm honest. He, think, yeah, really. He, he really plays good that really well, like the the big heavy. You know, he could beat somebody up if he wanted to, but he doesn't want to. Wait, That's the it, kind of role he's ex, he excels at, and he has to do the sort of strong, yeah. not many words, because that's kind of the character. But then. He also does get to show the emotion when the, yeah, he's, it does get frantic. He's looking for his daughter. He's and the thought, everyman, but also, you know, he could fuck somebody up and, if he wanted to. And the girl who played Katie was only... She was great. She yeah. was really good as and well. she genuinely is only 13 was, as well. Yeah. So, uh, well, she was at the time. Uh, yeah, it was a real pleasant surprise. I, I don't really have any criticisms of this film. I thought it was excellent. I yeah. really enjoyed it. It was. It just, it flew by. It absolutely flew by. Yeah. 
and because it, it's so hectic and there's constantly something happening, even if it's just phone calls, and it's like that whole cheetah thing. We don't know who that guy was. No, but he was a red herring. He was he a was, red cheetah. Yeah. And but it, there was constantly something happening, and it was it's a feast for the uh, for the brain. This yeah, one. I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. What's the best thing about it? I t- that's difficult because I because I liked a lot about it. There's the story is simple, uh, yeah. but effective. Grio's great. Yeah, it is. looks great. The cin- cinematography, the soundtrack's great. It's beautiful looking. What's the best thing about it? I, I think, think it might be the cinematography. I might. I think it is. I think it's the. It's just. It's really sharply directed, and I think. Yeah. I think I'm going with just the. the I think direction. it is. I think it's the fact that it's got. It's got this gimmick, and it really works. Yeah, they're but all in. That gimmick could have easily not worked, but that director's made that gimmick really work. And yeah. I'm, I think you've got to give them a lot of credit for that, especially for that's your first movie. This is the first thing you're ever trying. Yeah. And you're going in with this really difficult because it must be a really difficult thing to do. What would you change? Do I think maybe in an ideal world, if you've got a bit more money to spend, you can probably do a bit more with the car chases. Yeah, maybe. Just maybe go. But that's a minor niggle because they were they were fine within the context of this and the style of this. But but maybe in an ideal world, you'd want to blow a few more cars up or yeah, you you probably want a few more action sequences. Yeah. Or just extend those. That, that is well. a really minor nitpick because it doesn't take away from the movie. Not at all. The movie's really good. Yeah. You can, if this was a non-English language movie. Yeah. Hollywood would remake this. Yeah. Starring 100%. Jason Statham. Yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely. That uh, that uh, that occurs to me a couple of times. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. If it was like Norwegian or French yeah. or something. And people would rave about it and go, yeah. oh, the highly anticipated Hollywood remake. Yeah. Because it's coming from a, you know. First time director, small studio. And which is why I'm really surprised Jeremy Rush has not yet done anything else in the, what, now five years since. Because yeah. I think there's loads of potential here. Yeah, I agree. Really, really impressed. I think you're right. Stream table? Yes. Oh, this is going to be the 24th film going into this. <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to read the whole thing? Let's. Why not? My computer's being weird. Why not? It's not scrolling, it's zooming. Right, I'll, I'll read it from the bottom. Currently at the bottom of the stream, and hopefully it stays there, is Apocalypse Please at 23rd. 22nd is the CEO. 21st is Setup. 20th is Eight Remains. 19th is Target. 18th is Endangered Species, last week's film. 17th is Hard Time. 16th is Prisoners of the Lost Universe. 15th is Comes a Bright Day. 14th is The Land of Steady Habits. 13th is Intrusion. 12th is The Parts You Lose. 11 is All at Sea. All at Sea seems like flipping ages. <laughs> Top 10. Currently at number 10 is The Sweeney Todd Demon Barber of Fleet Street. Not that one. Number 9 is Robot Overlords. Number 8 is XOXO. Number seven is Body Cam. Number six is Pentagram. Number five is The Trip. Number four is Ghosts at War. Ghosts of War. Number three is Summit of the Gods. Number two is Last Man Down. And number one, currently at the top of the stream, is Lockout. What are you thinking? Okay, let's uh, let's uncork this bottle straight away. Go for it. Uh, I enjoyed it more than Last Man Down. Agreed. So straight away, it's top two. Yes. 
I think there's a real conversation to be had of this being. Then let's have that conversation. The stream table, which was a massive surprise to me, but I think. I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. Does your gut tell you now that this should be top of the Yes, it does. Same. I'll tell you why. That's my gut, but also thinking about it uh, a bit more uh, objectively, I really enjoyed Lockout. Yep, same. But it was what I expected. Yes. This was a wonderful surprise. (laughs) I'd agree. I was not expecting to enjoy this much. I completely agree. I think I want to put um, this film at the top of the stream purely on the fact that it's the best film we've seen this season. And it's as simple as that. I was totally engaged. Yeah, me too. Uh, there isn't many stream tables that it wouldn't be top at for me. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it would be in the conversation. I agree. I, this is a hard recommend for me. Yeah, same. I, I think this is a. We I started, can't see many people because we always say, "Oh, we kind of liked it." But we know a lot of people. Me and you don't even would, do action films. I think you can sit. You can pretty. I can pretty confidently say to pretty much anyone. Go and watch Wheelman. It's a hidden gem. Yeah. You'll like it. I agree. You'll have a fun... It's, it's action. It'll, it'll, it'll pull you in. Saturday it's, Night Movie. Solid. It's one of those films that, if it wasn't for this show, I never would have watched it. 100%. 100% don't pick action films as a standard. I don't watch them. Um, And I'm really happy I did. We, we started the show to find hidden gems on Netflix, and I think we've just found one. Yeah. And it's as simple as that. Um, neither of us really watch action films, and there's now three at the top of this stream table. <laughs> <laughs> so that's interesting. Are we putting the top of the stream? I think we should. I think we should as well. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any real question. Lockout's a good film, and it's an entertaining piece of cinema. But this is just. This is great. Yeah. It's as simple as that, isn't it? Yeah. Let's do it. Sweet. Twenty-four film of the season. Amazing. Top of the stream. Wow. Is that the latest? takeover ah, it's, it's, it's gotta be up there yeah i'd have to go back and and uh are you gonna do that research i remember villains came in very oh, yeah late, i don't think it was this late ago i don't think it was this uh, late. but i don't know if it was 24 certainly not uh, i think really well deserved anyway congratulations to wheelman frank Grio and jerry marush for topping currently topping season seven stream table one more week to go one Can more week to go for one week we've got to pick next week's film the finale so, of season seven. Coincidentally, this wasn't planned, but the finale of season seven is also going to be our Halloween special. Oh, amazing. So, of course it is. As people who have listened to this show for the last two years, maybe in one year, whatever, we've done this is our third Halloween special. Yeah. We don't do horror films for Halloween. No, because we, we do horror films all the, the time. The random by just virtue of the type of content that is on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, and even though we randomly select our movies. There's a lot of horror films on there. There are a lot so of horror films. So we do Especially with them being unknowns yeah. as well. There's a lot of unknown horror films out there. So we try and avoid them at Halloween. And we try and find something that's a little bit different. Yeah. Uh, we've done musicals in the past. We've animation done animation. For animated musicals, I yeah. think, in fact. But this time we found something that's a little bit different. Um, I don't really know. It's a comedy drama. Okay. Um, it's called Rainbow Time. Lovely. So this is the only. Also, I should mention this is the only time we also don't use Robin apart from the wild cards. Yeah. We we this is on our list. Yes. But we try and find something that's not Halloweeny. Exactly. So we picked a film called Rainbow Time to watch next week, which doesn't sound Halloweeny at all, does it? And therefore, completely fits the brief. <laughs> Absolutely. So Rainbow Time's from 2016. According to IMDb, is not rated in the UK. 
um, and runs for one hour and 31 minutes. Do you want the synopsis? Yes, please. Uh, a developmentally delayed 40-year-old man named Schnoozy is sent, sent to live with his brother Todd. But when Sh- Shonzi, his name is, but when Shonzi develops a crush on Todd's girlfriend Lindsay, he threatens to reveal past secrets that could ultimately tear the couple apart. Okay. So, yeah, it's about a challenged young, well, challenged 40-year-old going to break up a couple of his brother's relationships. Sounds right up your street. (laughs) Wow. No, I meant, I didn't mean, I meant because I have never broken up any of my brother's relationships. (laughs) Contrary to popular opinion. I meant because it was a comedy. You misinterpreted (laughs) me. Yeah, I don't do, I don't do comedy very often. Uh, But this this sounds interesting. Um, I'm not even checked who's in it. Let's have a look. Melanie Linsky's in it. Oh, fantastic. We like her. Yeah, we do. She's always good. She is indeed. Um, Linus Phillips, Tim Sharp. Yeah, nobody else I've really ever heard of. Excellent. A couple of dogs. <laughs> always good to have a doggo. Chaz the dog and Lolita the dog are both credited. So yeah, we're going to do that, shall we? For Halloween? I, I'm excited. Me too. For Halloween and to bring season seven. I was going to suggest for... Um, for the Halloween film to do a Christmas film. But I thought that'd be really weird. And I don't want to start thinking about Christmas. No, because yet, weirdly, so. when we come to Christmas, we, we do have do done a Christmas, Christmas film. film. <laughs> but again, because there's not a, there's not millions of those on Netflix. So yeah, the 175th film that we've ever done on this show Amazing. will be Rainbow Time. Yeah. Have we done 175 films? Each one <laughs> amazing. Each one amazing. Really. <laughs> really, I would say... Uh, challenge that go and watch apocalypse please again so yeah go out and watch rainbow time and in the meantime check us out on instagram twitter and letterboxd our username is the same on all three it's at b-o-t-s underscore podcast if you want to drop us an email our email address is bottom of the stream at gmail.com and our website is bottom of the stream.com on the website you will find every episode we've ever recorded you will find all the stream tables we need to update season seven stream tables <laughs> we do soon. um loads of other cool stuff and if you want some merch you can even buy a bottom of the stream Bin bag. Bin bag? <laughs> yeah, just one. Just, I thought you said a holder or carrier or something, <laughs> but just just one singular bottom of the stream bin bag. Um, <laughs> you cut a hole in it, use it as a poncho. If you cut a hole in it, you could be a ghost for Halloween. <laughs> That's true. Which is next week. Um, after you've done all of that, head over to Patreon, patreon.com slash bottom of the stream. On there for a couple of quid every month, you will get early access to episodes. You will get bonus episodes. You will get a newsletter that Nick writes every month. And if you come That's in... Is it due? Yes. Oh, can't wait. It'll be here soon. And if you come in at the top level, you will get a wild card, which means you can pick the film that we watch and you might even win a small prize. And then after you've done all that, head over to Discord. The Discord community that, we've, that we're building in there is fantastic. Yeah. Um, if It is fantastic, but it does appear to have a terrible memory. <laughs> <laughs> that is very fair. Um, that that is also on me. The last we've been planning a movie watch along for the last two weeks now, and we've forgotten about it <laughs> both weeks in a row. So apologies for that if you've been looking forward to That's that. That's just poor diary management. We're doing it now in mid-November. I think yeah. it was decided. Um, so yeah, we do movie watch alongs in there. We play games in there. We have loads of chats about films. If anybody's been to the cinema, we'll find out about it. If anybody's watched just anything random, chats about life. Just chat about life in general. And yeah. then we might even meet you at some point. Yeah. We met Ross last weekend. Um. So yeah, do all of that. Head over to there. The Discord link will be in the show notes. 
If you can spare a few minutes, please consider leaving us a review or a rating anywhere you can review or rate podcasts. That could be on places like Podbean, Podchaser, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora, all of those and more. We're at them. Come we are, find us. We are on all of them. We are at all of them. So yeah, come and find us. Do all of that, what we've just said, and then go out and watch Rainbow Time. And that will be our Halloween special season finale. Bumper week next week for Bottom of the Street. I'm so excited. Big old episode of The Wave coming on Monday. Big old movie show coming next week. And then we'll let you know what we're doing post-season after that. Cheers. Bye.